<clears throat> well, you know what? I feel kind of like a dad who just came back from a 20 hour restroom break. It's kind of like, coach, where have you been? What have you been doing in there? Y'all, it has been a year and a half since I have turned on this mic, recorded an episode, and even really talked about monthly you stuff in general. And so if you are still here, I, just clap. Give yourself a clap. Give yourself a clap. I appreciate you for being here. And I hope today gives you an explanation of where I've been, what in the world has been happening in my life. And yeah, I hope you continue to ride along with me on this journey called life and motherhood and working and all the things in between. Um, so today is my birthday. That was a little party, uh, party celebration. Today is my birthday and there is nothing like another trip around the sun that makes you rethink your whole life. You know, you're like, oh my goodness, time is flying by. I'm getting older. The kids are getting older. My knees are crackling a little bit louder than they were yes, last year. You know what I mean? Like I can't dip it low. I can't even dip it medium. I just, it's a lot going on. You know, do you feel me? Is that is that's what happened in your life? Because it's happening in mine. But when the birthday shenanigans begin, for me at least, and maybe this is true for you too, the reflections start to happen. It's like you start thinking about decisions and, and life. And I want to kind of bring you along in my brain about how I am using this time to reflect on the past year, which has been one of the most unforgettable years and seasons of my life. And we'll talk about that today. But um, yeah, let's just kind of together gather a little bit of WD-40 and rub it on our lives. Gather it, gunch it together because we got to get it together, y'all. Okay. I'm Chastity Holcomb, a wife, mother of two, a licensed therapist, and a lover of all things laughter. After having my girls 13 months apart, I questioned, yo, where did the old girl go? But slowly I accepted that I was being formed into someone new. I've grown to know this new version of myself and love her unconditionally. I created the Momfully You podcast to give you simple strategies that I've used as a mom and therapist to help you do the same. If you're looking to connect to your identity outside of your role as mom, and you want to learn how to make space for you in your life, you're in the right place. And while I'm so thrilled to have you here, I want you to know that this podcast is not a substitute for seeking support from a licensed mental health provider. I think you're going to like it here. So keep listening because we've got some things to talk about. So I have kind of spent the last year or so um, ping-ponging back and forth between imposter syndrome and having an existential crisis and really just doubting what am I supposed to be doing with my life. I've never had this big of a identity crisis Um I had a little bit of it when I had the girls, um, but I feel like I was able to kind of adjust a little quicker, kind of step myself back. But this year, I feel like it was like a compound of career transitions, business transitions, um, mom and kid transitions, just a lot.com. And all of that combined together, it just was a lot. You know, I started to notice a lot of things about myself. 
um, that needed to change, a lot of things about the business and the way that I was running the business and how I wanted to help moms and if I wanted to help therapists and all the things in between. And um, a lot of that, it, it didn't feel right. It felt like something was off. Something was missing from the picture. And so it took me a really, really long time to figure out, you know, where the root of those feelings and confusion was coming from. And so um, I feel like, you know, as we look back, hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? There's always um, a moment where we can look back and be like, okay, that's when the light started to shine in the right direction. Because when you're in the thick of it, everything just looks a little dim. It just looks a little cloudy. But then there comes a point where the, the light just kind of shines a little bit to the right in, in the right direction as to where you're supposed to be walking and what you're supposed to be doing. And I feel like that's where I am right now. And just having this con- candid conversation with you is even helping me unravel it a little bit more. And so I hope you also give yourself permission if you are feeling stuck in your life stuck with decisions around what you're supposed to be doing in your in your career, even in your business, in your life, in your marriage, whatever it is, that you take this as a moment to unravel. It is okay to unravel for a little bit, okay? So I'm going to give you a couple of lessons that I've learned um, throughout this year and a half of kind of being MIA working on myself, working on all the things. And then I'm going to extend some reflection to you so that you can do the same. Do some of this unraveling, do some of this reflection. Um, Because I've heard from a lot of my friends, a lot of the clients that I work with, that they've kind of been feeling the same way. You know what I mean? So hot and ready at the top of the list. The number one lesson that I learned here is here is better than there. I think that Um, A lot of times we kind of as ambitious women, we set these goals for ourselves and we make up all of these tasks and to do's and benchmarks and milestones. And we're like, I need to be there. So this is the plan that's going to get me there. We're working the plan. We're doing the things we get to the goal. And then we realize, oh, there's another there. Like there's another goal, there's another there's another thing for me to reach for and grab a hold to, and I need to be over there. Here has become there, and then there has become this new ambition, this new big dream or goal. And this year, I had to calm myself down and say, Chastity, you're doing enough. You're doing enough. Here, where you are in this present moment is enough. It is valuable. Whatever it is that you're doing, it is valuable. And you don't have to keep striving to reach this goal that honestly, sometimes other people have created for you, right? Sometimes we'll look at, you know, what this person is doing, um, what this mom is is doing with her kids, how she's parenting, what they're doing in their marriage, um, how they're moving throughout their career, what they're doing in their business. And we think, oh my gosh, I need to, I need to be over there because that's where the party is happening, And on the flip side of that, I also want to say that sometimes it's not keeping up with the Joneses. Sometimes the Joneses in our lives is our unrealistic expectations. I have to have this by this point. I have to make this 
by this point. I have to X, Y, and Z, get this goal figured out by this point. I have to have this type of house and kitchen, okay? Because the girlies on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube are showing us their places and we want to have that type of place. Why can't we have that, okay? We will make up in our minds these unrealistic expectations and we become our own unrealistic standard of the Joneses. Keeping up with the Joneses, aka keeping up with yourself. At some point though, I believe pausing and reflecting and thinking about, I'd rather be here where I am in this present moment, soaking up all the goodness and even the grief of what's happening right now in my life today, than strive so hard to try to reach this arbitrary goal that I've made up or created or someone else has made up or created for me. Here is better than there. Coming in hot with the second lesson that I learned, which is listening um, is an action. Listening is an action. I think um, a lot this year, well, really in any transition, you're pulled in a lot of different directions, right? Um, As, you know, we're working moms in these streets and we have lots of things, deadlines, kids, you know, home stuff, we got it all pulling at us at the same time. But specifically in transitions, there's a lot of mental weight that happens, right? Because you're questioning yourself, you're questioning if you're you're up to do the task, or if you are enough or valuable in what you're doing. So the mental weight of what's happening on the inside of you gets all entangled with the physical weight of what's happening around you. And it's a lot as I've said, like 10,000 times today, right? Um, I think that there's a lot of cost associated to transitions. Um, if we are not very careful in listening with action. And let me tell you what I mean by that. When you're a newbie, you are gravitating towards like who else has, who else has run this race? who has passed this test, who has gone through this season, and they can give me answers, right? You search through the Pinterest, the YouTubes, the Instagrams, the everything and everybody, the blog post, everything, right? The podcasts. You search through it all thinking they've done it before. They have the blueprint. And if I can just get their blueprint, I'll be okay. I'll be able to pass the test. But just because they've gone through that season, just because they finished that test or that race does not mean their answers is right. It does not, it only means that they finished. Their answers are not going to be the right answers for you, right? So as you're pulling at these different things, sometimes you leave yourself out. And what I mean by yourself is our mind is always sending a signal. It is always telling us, hey girl, listen, cut it dead. You're doing too much. You're putting too much pressure on yourself right now. Calm it down, dial it down to a three, because right now you're at a 200, okay? Our mind is always telling us with the unhealthy thoughts that we have, with the mean girl thoughts that we have, with the confusion and lack of clarity that that we have in these transitionary seasons, it's always sending signals. In addition to that, the body, listen, if you're not sleeping at night, You feel so anxious that when you lay your head down on the pillow and a thousand thoughts just race by every second, just if that's if that's where your body is telling you, hey, I need to to sit down. I need to breathe. I need to rest. 
and and not from a place of boredom, but from a place of intentionality. I need to just be for a second. That is your body telling you to calm it down. And sometimes we'll hear these alarms. We'll hear these screams from our mind and our body, but we won't listen. Like I hear you, but I won't listen. And the difference between hearing and listening, when you hear something, you know, it's just like an input right? I heard the sound. Okay. I heard the words that you said. I felt the little, the little, uh, knot in my stomach when I woke up this morning, cause I was so afraid of what was going to be waiting for me in my inbox. Like I heard that, but listening is actually taking action on what you heard. Right? So I heard you say these things, but listening to what you said means now I'm going to clear out the afternoon to go take a walk because I feel so anxious at night. Now I'm going to start to journal or have some warm tea or have a conversation um, that I need to have. I'm going to go back to therapy. I'm going to start working with a coach that can help me with, you know, my day to day or my routine, whatever it is that is listening, not just hearing. And so for me this year of thinking through, My body is telling me something. My mind is telling me something. All of these signs that are happening within me are sending me a signal. How can I turn this hearing into an act of listening? And that, you know, has been accepting my capacity and saying no to things, setting boundaries around what I will and won't do. Uh, Another big part of that action is just like not caring what other people think about me if you've been around in the monthly you camps for even just I don't know a year or so (laughs) you know that I have gone from helping moms and then I also start helping therapists and then I'm now back to helping moms and a big part of my imposter syndrome or the confusion that I felt over the last year and a half was, oh my goodness, if I switch back and if I switch in the first place, people are going to think this about me and oh my gosh, and I'm just going to feel like or sound this particular way and I don't want to, I don't want to, right? All of the replays, all the harsh, harsh replays. I got to a point where it's like, you know what? My active listening to myself and what's happening within my mind and my body is saying, I don't really care what they think. They can think that I'm this or they can think that I'm that, but I know what's happening on the inside of me. I know what God has given me and I'm going to go with that plan. I'm going to go with that plan, right? Sometimes you do have the answers. You don't have to wait and look at someone else's paper. You don't have to wait for the perfect podcast, the perfect person, the perfect situation to lay it out for you. You got the answer sway. You just got to listen with action, okay? Pray about it, journal on it, think through it, but listen with action. So that's number two. Then we get to our final one, which is different, not damaged. Now, again, if you've been here for a little bit, you've heard me say this before. And um, it definitely rang true um, in this last season. And maybe it's going to ring true for you too. You know, we exist in this world to evolve and somehow, some way we all get shocked when we go through an evolution. Like, (laughs) no, I was comfortable with the setup I currently had. 
Okay, I was comfortable with you being a little toddler and now you're growing up and, and you have, you know, things to say and I need to learn how to talk and respect you in a way. And we need to learn how to have a different type of dynamic within this parent and child relationship or within your marriage. It's like, oh my goodness, our communication has to look different. Our intimacy have to look has to look different. I, we got to figure this out. You have to evolve. That's what we do as humans, right? But sometimes we just... We just want to be like, you lint linker, change. Why are you here messing up my life? Okay. <laughs> um, but I think that when change happens as darling, it will continue to happen over and over again. Looking at it from the perspective of my life is different. It's not damaged. I don't have to throw everything away about my life or everything away about me or shame myself because I'm, I feel like a newbie again, or I feel like, you know, um, I, I, I'm not kind of showing up in the way that I want to because my life is changing or because my life is different. You're not damaged. Your life is not damaged. You are not damaged. It's just a different thing that is happening right now. I, um, was so frustrated with, feeling limited or boxed in or like I have put had put myself in a box and um I was just like I again going back to like thinking about what people would have to say but also about myself and the the shameful words that I was speaking over myself and I think this is a perfect time the perfect storm for anxiety fear you know those negative self-talk things to come in and really keep you more stuck than you were in the first place but the perspective change of going from, you know, why can't I get there right now? Or why is this currently happening? Why is it not happening? I'm so stuck. God, are you there? Hello? Is anybody listening? How can I get, you know, what I'm after? Instead of having that sort of mind frame, thinking of it in a way of I just need to adjust to what is happening right now. And adjusting is much like a healing process. Right. It's like this big event just happened or is currently happening. And then there's residue from that. And that residue requires you to really inspect, you know, what your capacity is instead of fighting. Oh, my goodness, I can't do this or I can't do that. Instead of fighting that, give it a hug. Listen, I'm a little bit more tired now that I have two kids versus when I had one. I have a lot more on my plate now that I've gotten this promotion. My goodness, now that I've started doing this in, in my business, I can't really do X, Y, and Z. And we talk about like work mom balance and work life balance. And, you know, some people say there's no such thing as balance. But what I really want to kind of bring to the thought process here is there are going to be seasons where one drops a little bit and the other one picks up. And you being able to prioritize how you're going to show up in the one that has dropped how are you going to show up in the one that has um, gone up a little bit? That's that's the difference maker, right? It's like you don't have to stop being a good mom in order to be good at what you do at work. You don't. You can still be a good mom. Now, there might be some nights where you can't tuck your kids in. Your husband has to do that, right? There might be some times where you can't. Um, you know, go out with your friends as much as you used to because you have big things happening on in this season. That doesn't mean they will always be that way. And it doesn't mean that you're a bad friend, a bad mom, a bad spouse, all of that, right? It just means it's a little different in this particular season. 
So adjusting makes a difference to your life being different versus it being damaged, right? So right now I'm hugging on myself with, with the capacity that I have, only doing what ma- the work that matters, not shaming myself for the work that doesn't matter or the work that I don't have capacity for. And I want you to extend that to yourself as well. And just as we wrap up here, um, I hope that these reflections have been helpful for you. Just kind of hear my thought process and where I've been. Um, but I hope that it encourages you in some way too. And I just want to leave you with a few questions that you can journal about, think about if you're walking, washing the dishes, answer yourself out loud. She want to talk to you, okay? And talk to her and really just go through these questions. So number one being what next step am I glamorizing that's keeping me from being present in the now? What are you glamorizing that's over there that is preventing you from being present with right here? Next is, what is my mind and body telling me to take action on and why haven't I listened? What is that that gap in between me hearing the words and the feelings that my mind and body are producing and me actually taking action on what they've said? Lastly, How can I remove shame from what I currently have capacity for in this season? I'm not a bad mom. I'm not a bad spouse. I'm not a bad employee. I'm not a bad business owner. I'm not bad. I'm not doing it wrong. I am enough. And what I do have enough capacity for, I do it well. How can you reframe that? Well, friend, this wraps up our time together. Thank you so much for being here with me, um, listening to this podcast, engaging with me over on Instagram. If you find yourself in a season where organizing your emotional capacity, organizing your day-to-day life, and just really being a place of uh, exercising the identity that you want to, listen, I'm opening up my books for one-on-one coaching and I would love to have you. I will put the description for, or the link rather, for the program Reset, which is a one-to-one private coaching program, for you and I to talk and chat about how we can get you started on being more reflective, more intentional in your time and in your boundaries, in your mind and in your body, so that we can make working mommy a thing, a real thing. All right. Well, happy birthday to me. Happy life and day to you. (laughs) And I'll see you in the next one.